So we're starting to see signs of life in the American economy, signs of recovery. Maybe a, a few new jobs over here, a new coffee house over there. Anything on the horizon that signals we're coming out of what's being called the Great Recession. This week we're focusing on Detroit. That's a city that perhaps was one of the most hard, hardest hit during the Great Recession, and it may be the one of the first to recover, perhaps. They have a newer, bigger industry coming into town that's not related to automobiles, and it's art. The creative class is emerging in Detroit. It's, it's one of the centers of film right now. It's amazing the number of films that are being made because of uh, film incentives in the state of Michigan. They've got uh, the new Hugh Jackman film is coming to Detroit. Vamps with Sigourney Weaver will be filmed there. Salvation Boulevard with Pierce Brosnan. Drew Barrymore was there filming Whip It. I guess HBO all those Jeff scenes. Daniels commercials work. Could be. Yeah. Well, he's one of the nicest guys. <laughs> he in he's an actor, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But we're joined now by Toby Barlow. He's a writer who's written about Detroit for the New York Times, author of Sharp Teeth, and a chief creative officer at Team Detroit. They do advertising for Ford. Good morning, Toby. Good morning. So we want to talk to you about something that's actually been going on in Detroit for a few years, but now the creative class is kind of hitting their stride in Motown, and, and they're starting to build networks and, and see some economic benefit. Is that kind of accurate? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's always been a, an amazing base for artists in this town. I mean, it, it's a strong design center because of the automotive industry, and there's Cranbrook out uh, side of uh, town in Birmingham and Bloomfield Hills, and there's uh, the College of Creative Studies. So there's been a base, but lately there's been sort of a new wave of people coming from, you know, uh, far away. I mean, it's, you know, we have uh, artists from Holland, we have people who studied in Hawaii moving here, and people from, you know, nearby Chicago. So there is something exciting going on right now. Okay, let me uh, play for you a cut from Janine Whitfield. She's the executive director of the Heidelberg Project in Detroit. That project was actually founded by uh, internationally known artist Tyree Guyton. It, it's an outdoor I environment of found objects right there in the heart of the city. And Janine talked about the art and, and it's the part that it plays in Detroit's recovery. One of the things that I think is quite profound about artists is that they have a tendency to be a little prophetic through their work, especially if they're artists that are working for social change. And for a very long time, Tyree has kind of peeped, if you will, the decline and what was happening in the automobile industry. And Tyree Guyton has maintained that art and culture will be the new industry of the city of Detroit. Is that hyperbolic there, Toby? How, is, how, how can art replace the auto industry? Um, I mean, it might be a, a bit of an exaggeration to say it could exist at the same scale, but I do think it's going to play a much larger role uh, when the city comes back than it did historically. I mean, I think that the work that uh, Tyree did with the Heidelberg Project and the work that other people have done has really started to use the city as a canvas uh, at, a, at a much greater scale than I think I've seen other cities ever do. So um, it's actually a pretty, pretty exciting uh, place. I think it's very inspiring for artists right now. The, the you know, sort of site of all this deindustrialization is, is incredible. It's sort of like our, our own ancient Rome. Okay, well, let's also talk talk about one place in which the auto industry has given way to art. David Blair, he actually goes just by the name Blair. He used to work in the auto industry. He's now a, a national slam poet champion, a songwriter living and working in Detroit. This is what he has to say about the city. Despite what is, you know, what's happening in the city economically and, you know, structurally. Um, so it's just there's still a lot of inspiration here. The, the thing that's so great about Detroit is the people from the artists to the hardworking people. Um, it's just, you know, it, uh, a city of resilience and of power and of strength and of integrity, I think. And
and um, and that inspires me to, to keep working here and living here. Okay, this is all really inspirational language, Toby, but is this actually playing out in a real tangible way? Are we seeing artists moving into neighborhoods and, and, and uh, cleaning them up in the way we, they did, say, in San Francisco? Um, I mean, again, it's sort of it's sort of still the beginnings, but I would definitely say that there's something going on here. Uh, you know, we have my my neighbors moved from here from California. Um, you've got definitely people coming in from from all over, and you also have people, more importantly, coming in from the suburbs. There's you know there there has been over the years a resistance in you know the the area surrounding Detroit to uh, come into the city at all, and young kids are coming in and studying art and staying. So. But you know, just as New York is made up of international artists, not a lot of artists from Long Island and, and New Jersey, uh, we're actually beginning to see a sort of a growing inner city population here as well. But, Toby, how is that not gentrification? I mean, you can't eat art, and there's a lot of people who need to eat in Detroit. Yeah, we're, we're a long, long way from uh, gentrification here. Uh, but I think that... Um, you know, there there are projects of people working together. There's a, an amazing, strong. I mean, speaking of eating, there's amazing, strong uh, urban garden, gardening program going on here, probably a larger scale than I've seen in any other city. Um, you know, there's there have been predictions that the city could actually grow all its own food uh, within the city limits, and and I think people are sort of pulling together and and trying to make things work. I think it is hard, uh, you know, economically for people moving into the city who want to be artists. Uh, but it's the cheapest place in the country to live right now. And uh, I, I can't really see why someone would prefer living here as to, you know, I mean, would prefer living in Williamsburg to living here considering the, the amount of inspiration that's here. Okay, Toby, uh, you're like, going to get calls from people in Williamsburg. But since you've mentioned food, I wanted to play yeah. a, a comment from urban farmer Greg Willerer. He owns and operates Brother Nature. That's a farm that actually operates entirely within the city limits of Detroit, and he sells his produce to local restaurants and farmer's markets. Here's what he had to say. When you have a void, something like hundreds of square miles of vacant land, I mean, you're going to have some people coming in to, like, do things that you can't do in other places. You know, so you have a type of cottage industry forming or small businesses that are sprouting up that are just really innovative. Um, and food is just, like, the glue that's, you know, holding a lot of that together. You have a lot of restaurants that are changing their menus or a lot of new restaurants forming that are just very different than your usual unhealthy corn-based pub food. Okay, well, that's uh, that's uh, Greg Willer of... of uh brother nature and urban farming but i also wanted to play you something else this is fashion designer joe ferris he was born in detroit he moved back to detroit after he was featured on the show project runway la's got nothing on detroit we set up a um, you know new york bryant park is an 80-foot runway and uh, uh we put up a 70-foot runway uh we had bleacher seatings it was a completely blacked out tent uh we had models and great music toby barlow detroit best place for artists in yep. the country Yes? No? I, I, I think so. Okay, Toby Barlow, writer who's written about Detroit for the New York Times, also author of Sharp Teeth and chief creative officer at Team Detroit that does advertising for Ford.